Hey there, horror fans. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. And this is Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Where every other week, Justin and I get together and we talk about all things horror. Movies, games, you name it, we cover it. So come check us out wherever you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Google Play. You can get a hold of us at podandgore at gmail.com, as well as on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. Hello and welcome to a Nerds World Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. I'm your other host, Justin. Welcome. Hello. Ah, well, today's an exciting day. I know. Tuesday. It's awesome. <laughs> Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday. Party and party and yeah, party and That's a terrible song. but <laughs> I don't know what that is. Let's move Friday. on. Friday. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... Today we are doing our topic on voice actors, or yeah. just the industry itself, basically. Mm-hmm. Probably one of my favorite things. Yeah, and I mean, you and me, I think we have like a favorite, one of our main favorite things, like in our top five, besides you, Marvel, me, DC, Sure, is voice actors. Yeah. I've met several at cons, I've worshipped several from afar, like, it's, I have a... When Mel Blanc died, they ran this special image in the papers, and it was entitled Speechless, and it had all of the Looney Tune characters in mourning and a spotlight on a microphone. And I have that hanging up in my hallway as you go down my stairs. Yeah, same thing. Cons, uh, worshipping as well. Pretty much most of my signatures I do have are Mm -hmm. voice actors or people who, well... At least one, yeah, mostly voice actors, mm-hmm. just a couple different other names like writers and such on one box set, but yeah. we'll get into that later. Sure. But yeah, no, I mean, I listen and we both watch like the same stuff even before we even did this podcast. Yeah. Like I remember on your other podcast, uh, Out of Work Sidekicks, Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes. Uh, (laughs) We talked, you guys did like a, what are we reading and watching? And even Mm -hmm. I remember suggesting going like, uh, you should, Justin should watch. I know that voice because from Mm -hmm. what I can tell you, you like it. And you already responded. I've already seen it. And I watched it again for this. And it's awesome. And if you, it's available on Amazon prime. If you like voice acting, if that's, you know, part of your thing as well. Or you just want to know more about the industry, then, I mean, we'll probably tell you most of the stuff that's in it, but, yeah. you know, it, it's totally worth a watch. Yeah, I mean, I got some other stuff to recommend at the end of it, but mm-hmm. yes, that is mainly the one of one of the big ones yeah. to watch. So, uh, without further ado, let's get started. Well. Mm-hmm. So, what's your experience with voice acting or voice actors? Um, see, I was trying to think of the answer to that question earlier today. I mean, I've loved cartoons my whole life, and I'm trying to think of when I started realizing, like, oh, this is a job that people do, and oh, holy crap, how impressive is it that they do these things? And I'm not really sure. I mean, my I think it was my fascination with Animaniacs. I mean, mm. it's it, to me, it's one of the best written, you know, comedies, especially from the 90s, and delving into that and seeing you know rob paulson and trace mcneil 
and all those guys and what they do it just fascinated me and i've been hooked ever since yeah no that's that's pretty good that's Thank you <laughs> <laughs> what about you andrew well um, besides uh i i think when i started actually paying attention to some of the names is when i went to college and they released batman the animated series on a box set mm. and i see like mark hamill's name in there i'm going like what <laughs> and so then i started looking him up and then i i mean i i knew mel blank you know from mm-hmm. uh looney tunes that name i i knew from my folks but I didn't really folks, get it. but <laughs> shut up, man. <laughs> um, so, you know, seeing Mark Hamill's name, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And, yeah. you know, cause as a kid, I remember trying to impersonate that Joker voice and of course, you know, and I mean, you and me, we're pretty, we seem to mimic or impersonate or try to do voicing on our own. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope it's all good to you folks when you hear it, but... if <laughs> Few and far between, but every once in a while, we, <laughs> every, we trot out a few. Every once in a while. So you do better impersonations. I think I do more just different voices, because you can do like a Winnie the Pooh and a Kermit and stuff, and I mean, I have a, a Mickey, but that's about it. Mine is just like fluctuations in my voice. <laughs> well, I don't want to toot my own horn, but for a special Valentine's Day I did for my honey... <laughs> So I I found like an excerpt of oh the sauciest lines or words from the book of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> and I've seen this done like on other s- stuff, but not to the extent I did it because I took those lines and I did like a George Decay, you know, reading a <laughs> line go like oh my those balls going inside me. Oh my! <laughs> or uh, Winnie the Pooh, you know, like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. well, Justin, why don't we? <laughs> I, I don't want to get into it, but you know, you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Just I, I was reading some of these different lines to my wife, and she found that hilarious, and I still kept, I still keep that sheet. Not, I'm not pulling out for special occasions or anything, sure, sure. but just a fun memory. Yeah. So. All right, well... I don't have any stories like that. <laughs> I just do random voices for our cats well, and stuff. And also I had a one other show and tell, but you guys can't see, but... It's a tell. I, I'm you holding, showed me. Yeah. Uh, I have, like, here a piece of paper from, I think, trying to think what... From 1998, uh, as a kid, I think third grade second grade first whatever one of those Mm -hmm. grades our teacher i I only kept this because uh, my mom kept a whole bunch of these school papers or something and on here was every kid in the class wrote something nice about uh, each student in the class and the majority of my stuff is usually like i like all his voices and he has weird voices or or sounds and you know so i i kind of always enjoy that and i think maybe i always impersonated people yeah always from then it's hard not to i mean it's i i don't do it a lot at work but i mean every once in a while i'll just catch myself like just doing a random voice just to accentuate a point or whatever and try and make someone laugh 
I could do one of my coworkers pretty well, and people just always laugh at that one, <laughs> you know, just because I make them a, <laughs> from a 10 to a 20, you know. Well, all right. <laughs> but, yeah, sir. <laughs> ah, you dumbass, get out of here. <laughs> so, uh, all right, so why don't we get started on some... Actual stuff. Yeah, actual <laughs> stuff. So... Let me get into the history, okay. and after that, we'll get into our list, which is a top five women in voice acting of our favorites, mm-hmm. and top five men of our favorites of voice acting. Yeah. So, uh, voice acting is pretty much uh, putting a voiceover of either video or radio, or mm-hmm. uh, pretty much the, I'd say the very first actors were the puppeteers and from like either japan with their silk screens touch touched again (laughs) uh those silk screens puppets you know like Mm -hmm. you kind of see through shadows or those marionettes or whatever they're called the the creepy puppets i I don't like them but yeah i'm with you (laughs) i'd say they're the original yeah definitely but the first recorded uh voice actor is Reginald Fassenden. <laughs> Good from, old Reggie Fass. Yeah. Uh, in 1900, a Canadian inventor was doing a test of this uh, recording, which he made a report of the weather was the official first recording or considered voice, you know. Acting. Voice broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 1906, he did a lot of uh, Christmas programs with music, Bible text, and Christmas messages to ships out in sea, basically mm-hmm. through the airwaves. And yeah, that's mostly it of him. And we, there are at least five basic voiceover types, uh, voiceover announcers that introduce segments of live radio or TV broadcasts. So like, uh, Here's your host, Bob Barker, you yeah. know, kind of. It's true, Carrie, now. Yeah. Uh, voiceover narrators, such as audiobooks, documentaries, educational videos. I, I kind of give it to, uh, oh, what's his name from March of the Penguins? Uh, <laughs> oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like a Twinkie. Lack of Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that, but it, that's, that's a family pretty good. Joke. <laughs> oh, jeez. Dogs uh, never walked again. Then there's uh, voice actors for animation, radio, video games, puppet shows, and voiceover artists who are versatile performers, able to do most of the above, and also maybe heard on GPS or web websites like mm-hmm. turn turn left here, turn right there. Yeah. Which I actually do have. Uh, when I used to have a Garmin, yeah, uh, they had a download to put uh, Burt Reynolds. Uh-huh. I was all hoping something like, "All right, Smokey, go down." Let's <laughs> go <laughs> catch the bandit. Yeah, I did. I had a Tom Tom, and I used uh, Cartman. Oh yeah, for one trip, and it drove me insane and turned it <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, let's be cool. <laughs> And uh, and voice talent is basically all the above. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people would think Walt Disney was the first cartoon uh, or voiceover for a cartoon, but mm-hmm. really it was for a cartoon from Max Flesher called uh, Jazzman or something like that. 
Oh, yeah. Disney got on and did his uh, whistling for Mickey Steamboat Mouse. Steamboat Willie. Yep. Yes, whistle. Yeah. <laughs> whistle, whistle. <laughs> I'm not very good at that. But, Whistling? Yeah. I'd say other big jumps, narration for uh, movie trailers. Mm-hmm. That that became a big thing. I, I'll i get more into that later. Okay. May or may not be on my list of things. Mm-hmm. That's important. But And uh, pretty much podcasts and radio waves. You know, is, yeah, that's probably the newest form because I mean, obviously, like radio DJs and all that stuff. But yeah, radio it's... DJs. You know, I've he's not on my list, but uh, a lot of the impersonations I also kind of copy. This guy Ralph Garman. Mm. He usually does Hollywood Babylon with uh, Kevin Smith, and mm. I, I definitely love and I come closer to a lot of his impressions. You know that I. I thought you were going to say Casey Kasem. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, nope. Our top 40 with Casey Kasem. <laughs> he was shaggy in the Scooby Doo. Yep, yep, he was. So without further ado, let's just, just get to our list because it's. I, okay. I think we're going to be here a, a little bit for the list. Fair so. enough. You want to start or me? Uh, why don't you start? Okay. Uh, do you have any uh, honorable mentions for... No, I tried to just limit myself to the fivers. I didn't want to... If I start making exceptions, I won't stop. Uh, so my number five for favorite women in voiceover acting was June Foray. Oh. Um, I picked her for her performance as Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I put on here like my top favorite thing and then some other things you might know her from. So she was Granny yeah. in Looney Tunes that you know looked after Tweety. And I didn't realize this until I rewatched. I know that voice, but she was Cindy Lou Who in The Grinch. Mm, which, I, I was going to bring that up to you if you weren't going to mention it, yeah. but yes. Go back a couple episodes and listen to how much I love The Grinch. But yeah, when I rediscovered that, I was like, oh, holy shit, she has to be on my list. <laughs> oh, I, no, that's, that's the fun thing with looking up a lot of these voice actors for this is that you just, you never realize what game they were in or what. Yeah. anime dub or what you know pretty much anything really yeah i mean that was one of the reasons i picked the people i picked for both lists is the versatility in some of them and how many different things they've really done mm. that i've loved i put uh my number five Cree summer not on my list oh, well i picked her for the role of elmira from Tiny Toons. Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, and mm-hmm. the very, very, very short-lived Pinky and the Brain and Elmira. Yeah. <laughs> Ran for like a season at best. Uh, it's just, she made that character so hilarious and funny. And also, I love a lot of her other characters. Uh, Penny from Inspector Gadget. Mm. Uh, Foxy Love from Drawn Together, which hilarious show. I don't know if I, people... I have not watched it, but I really want to. I own it. It's in that cupboard over there. You but own it, but you've never seen it. It was my wife's. Oh, okay. And so when I saw that she had it, I was like, oh, I've always wanted to watch this, and yet I never have watched it. It's, you Unless, like it. I, I, that's what I figured. Yeah. Uh, Max from Batman Beyond. I had to throw Batman in there. You know? Of course. Can't help yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my number four is Nancy Cartwright, most notably from The Simpsons. And what's awesome about her is that she does a lot of male voices. Um, most notably, of course, is Bart Simpson. Uh, but she's also Nelson, Ralph, and Todd Flanders. 
Yeah. No, I'm. What I love about the women's side of it is that a majority of them voice little boys yeah. versus the men, mm-hmm. you know, which I always find it funny. But yeah, well, I mean, I, I would imagine part of it is some of these guys, especially the more baritones, can only get their voices to be so light, whereas women are more like, you know, almost making their voices a little more masculine, thus reaching that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could be talking out of my ass but no no you good thanks i'm here to support you thank you uh gray griffin is my number four uh if you don't know her she usually voices daphne uh from the scooby recent scooby-doo stuff Ah. uh she's kind of taken over for martin prince and uh catwoman from the arkham games DC superhero girls as a couple of them, but mostly Wonder Woman is what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Figgy from uh, Fairly Odd Parents. But the one I picked for her was Azula from Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, oh, man, it's I, I don't think you've ever seen it. But no, but I have many a friend who have told me how amazing it is. Maybe you should listen to us. I, I know it's good. Maybe. Like, I have no... <laughs> Like, it's not that I'm not watching it because I don't think it's good and that I'll like it. It's just that I haven't watched it. It's just too many things. It's just with her character, the way, what she did with it is, you know how you can describe a character with one word or Mm -hmm. just several of like different one words and it just, (laughs) (laughs) uh, well, for like Azula, like there's just, so many different words you can use with her because she was just such a complex, cold character. And mm-hmm. she's the bad guy of one of the bad guys of the show. Mm. And she just have a maniacal, just uh, decisive character. But towards the end of the series, she starts losing her mind. And more so. Yeah. You, <laughs> you just hear that you hear her change of voice and, huh. And then at the end of it, she just goes batshit crazy going, ah, you know, and I'm just hmm. like, man, that's cool. You know, that's awesome. so, yeah. Uh, my number three is the original Martin Prince, Russie Taylor. Uh, mm. She was also Minnie Mouse and Huey, Dewey and Louie. And what's also cool is that she married the voice of Mickey Mouse, whose name I don't have written down, but I should. Um, <laughs> so Minnie and Mickey were actually married in real life. Yeah, Which no, cool. I I actually had her on my list originally. I she's my she's my only other like honorable mention that I would have done if I had done my honorable mention. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I really enjoyed her characters, and mm-hmm. what you don't know with that Huey, Dewey, and Louie is that in the new Ducktales, that uh, the revamp Ducktales, mm-hmm. one of the boys. Uh, Huey or Dewey or Louie, whatever, one of them goes back in time. And now those three boys are different voice actors. Hmm. So one of them goes back in time around Christmas and he runs into kid Donald and it's Russie Taylor doing the voice of Huey, Dewey and Louie for that's cool as to like, go like, what's wrong with your man? Your voice was even bad back then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a really, yeah, she's, She's good. Yeah. Uh, my number three, Tress McNeil. Of course. 
I put her down for uh, as mom from Futurama. Oh yeah, I I she's hilarious. Yeah, I when I go through her list, I just I love everything she's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides Gadget from Rescue Rangers, which me and my boy have been watching recently, uh, Dot from Animaniacs. The crazy cat lady. <laughs> yeah, from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. But what I kind of also picked picked her for is she does a lot of older women voices, but they all sound very different. Mm-hmm. Like, mom's portrayed as an old lady. Uh, the She'd done grandma from Hey Arnold. Oh. And, you know, if you think about it, those two voices are very different from yeah. each other, but it is the same person. Mm-hmm. Usually some people kind of blended together and it's kind of you hear it you know and you sure and i you know that she also done like old selena kyle from the dark knight returns movies yeah so that's cool yeah may or may not be on my list we shall see i have an idea who where she might be at on your list (laughs) well we're getting close to mine and uh number two is tara strong same here batgirl spinelli from recess bubbles from uh, Powerpuff Girls. I mean, it's just... She's awesome. I met her once, very briefly, at a con. I'm sure you have her autograph and all sorts of things. I missed out on her autograph on my box. I didn't... I haven't met her face-to-face. Mm. But I do have her autograph because it's hard to get some of these people and you never know what's ever going to happen to some of these people. Yeah. So... But yeah, I mean, she's she's just wonderful and she's super sweet lady and... Yeah, I mean, she's Batgirl for crying out loud. And I've been, once Disney Plus came out, I did a binge to wi- drive my wife crazy watching Recess. And it's <laughs> it's such a great show. And her hearing her regular voice and putting that with the Spinelli voice, which is much more gruff, like, you'd almost not tell that it's the same. And then that's also Bubbles, the sweetest, you know, most bubbly character from Powerpuff Girls. It's crazy. I, I put Tara Strong mostly for uh, for Raven from not just... From that so Raven? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know how much of your fan you are of that show, but... <laughs> no. Uh, just, I love that what she was able to do with, not only with the original Teen Titans, but also changed up for Teen Titans Go, where it's, it is the same voice, but it's done in a light, much lighter tone, and it's a lot more fun to hear the difference between the two Mm -hmm. and yeah, Timmy Turner, Barbara Gordon, Harley Quinn. But one of the things I really love and respect about her is when she was working on Rugrats, Mm -hmm. she fought kind of in the writer's room or something when uh, like the Rugrats are supposed to be, at a car dealership and pretend they're on like some boat or whatever while checking out a car. And while on the boat, they imagine this big fat woman as a whale or something. But for her, she kind of is it's just kind of a, that. It, yeah, not, could see that. you know, not making fun of fat people. Mm-hmm. So she also, kind of convinces them to change it for the better for kids. So instead of a fat lady, it was just a roided up, uh, jacked up dude. Uh, nice. <laughs> as a, That's almost better. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, it's just, 
it's just some of the little things some of these guys do, you know, to not only make their character better, but also be kind of in a positive way to other people. Well, yeah, I mean, watching that documentary again, and like we can't recommend it enough. It's on Amazon Prime if you have it for free. Um, the camaraderie they have and just the, the positive attitude they all have towards each other. They're telling stories about how they're like, I didn't get this job, but I was saying, you know, who'd be great for it is this person. You know, it's like they look out for each other. They're, they're like a community. And it's just a really cool atmosphere that I would love to be a part of. Just saying. Just, just saying. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Might have to do some stuff to maybe get my foot in the door. Though I don't know if I want to move to L.A. I'd have uh, to, though. <laughs> <laughs> if Yeah, if you want to be part of that, sure. Yeah. Uh, so my number one, obvious, as I teased before, Tress McNeil yeah, is amazing. Uh, I met her at uh, Emerald City a couple years ago, and she was just so sweet. I have a picture of me with her and the rest of the Animaniacs, and she's hugging me and stuff, and it's just so cool. Whoa. I mean, she was just, she's just so fun. You know, I, the interaction was all of 10 seconds, but even in that, it was just, it was amazing. Sometimes those 10 seconds mean a lot to some of us, yeah. you know. And Dot Warner. I mean, I can't. That's her main, that's the main one you pick yeah. for her? I mean, everything she does for The Simpsons, Futurama, everything is just fantastic. But the the dialogue for Dot Warner and her little one-liners, you know, standing up against her brothers and all the different characters in that show is just amazing. I also like her character in, like, uh... Babs Bunny. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. No, I, I forgot to throw that in of other characters I like, but yeah. Thank no, you. good choice for number one. Thank you. I picked June Foray. Hey. Hey. <laughs> my number that weird. <laughs> your number five is my number one. I understand that. I mean, that's the any one of these could be number one. I know. I, I had a hard time. This was like our hardest, my hardest list to like yeah. organize and who deserves what and why. And not just because of character, but just their work outside of it, you know? And just, yeah, mm -hmm. that's pretty much why I picked June Foray is just a lot of the stuff she did for just women outside. And uh, I have a line here that, I, I don't know how much this is true. I, I, I find it really weird when I found it on IMBD or DB. But Chuck Jones apparently said, June Foray is not the female Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc was the male June Foray. <laughs> I was I like, like it. Yeah. So I picked uh, Witch Hazel as my mm. favorite uh, character. She's done just... It's just always so fun to hear her go, you know, do that screech. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to blow the mic. I appreciate that. Or yep. my eardrums. <laughs> but uh, she, but I also like Granny, mm -hmm. which she did that for a long time, even back then, sounding the same. Yeah. Even when she got older. And I enjoyed her and from like uh, Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries. Mm -hmm. Sylvester and Tweety Mysteries. <laughs> Whenever there's a crime or problem. <laughs> I'm just gonna let Justin sing the whole whole theme song. I don't here. know the whole thing. That's it. When there's a full moon. <laughs> yeah, and I also found it weird that she did Lucifer, the cat from Cinderella. 
Oh, yeah. So she, cool. she, I'm, I'm glad to see like not just voices of characters, but also animals as well for some of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magic at the spell, Natasha. You said a Rocky. So, okay. yeah, that's true. Yeah, she was Rocky and Natasha. Mm-hmm. Boris. Natasha, darling. <laughs> All right. So, Terrible movie. Yeah. So good. So let's move on to our top five men, yeah. which this was like my hardest, hardest list because I, I mean, I just grew up knowing most of the male guys more. Sure, sure. I mean, that is the thing. And that was what was kind of tough doing for me doing the female voices. It's like for me, the men, it popped into my head immediately. I was like, oh, I know who my number one's going to be. I know this person's got to be on my list. And narrowing it down was tough, but picking the the women was a bit of more of a challenge for me Mm. uh but my number five uh was maurice lamarche oh met him as well the whole animaniacs cast Mm. uh he's brain from animaniacs and pinking the brain he's also uh kiff croaker and morbo on futurama which is awesome <laughs> well, well, I mean, think about the voice of Kiff and how meek and kind of mild that is, and then ooh, against Morbo. Ooh, 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 Amy, Amy, <laughs> ooh, my smur smur. Yeah. I can't think of it. But yeah, Smizmar, Smizmar. <laughs> I, I kind of think he got it from like Woody Allen and kind of mix. Yeah, that probably. In. But then you go for the gruff, you know baritone of morbo yeah. which again i'm not gonna do to Neither blow out the mics but you know it's it's crazy to think of the range that he has well i appreciate and he's a big guy too yeah and uh what's the character what's the guy's name that he used for the brain uh oh mm. uh gonna kick ourselves not knowing this orson wells yes orson wells <laughs> it, i i love when he even did the same Orson Welles voice for the critic mm-hmm. you know, for Mrs. Chickpeas or, or whatever, <laughs> yeah, frozen yeah. peas. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh my. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank you. Uh, Rob Paulson is my number five. So it's kind of fun to know that our number fives were pinky in the brain people. That's just true. Mm-hmm. Cause he is uh, pinky. Yeah, but I picked him for Yakko. How could you not? I mean, his singing voice is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And also, being going through the years and going to different cons, he changes the the countries of the world mm-hmm. yearly because, you know, our world changes. And yeah. he just... Adapts and adds to it, yeah. I mean, it's... I'm trying to think. We did something on Outwork Sidekicks where we linked that countries of the world song but if you haven't seen it heard it go on youtube and watch it it's just amazing to hear him rhythmically rhyming all of the capitals and countries and things of the world it's just it's amazing mm-hmm. and there's another one where he does like the the alphabet i think yeah it's awesome and yeah not just that but pinky that's a big one and mm-hmm. uh Raph from uh, Raphael from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. show. That's he does his... a lot of stuff on Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's one of those voices that I can pick out now. Like when I hear him on Rick and Morty, oh, I go, yeah. "That's Rob Paulson." Well, and he's done so much for the industry as well. Like 
besides uh he had a podcast which mm-hmm. this is also a high recommendation if you like voice actors it's called talking tunes with rob paulson podcast yeah it, i don't think he does it anymore no but i listen to it and it's, it's good yeah he just pretty much talks with a majority of the people you know in the industry mm-hmm. and gets their take of or tips on how to help with people and yeah yeah and one more fun fact i have to throw in uh 2016 he was diagnosed with throat cancer oh really i didn't know if you knew that but Mm-mm. this was in 2016 so uh right now he is in remission of that mm-hmm. so they say you got to wait a couple of years before you could declare like yep, cured right but uh thank god he didn't lose his vocal cords definitely because that's that's like a bit of bad irony to happen yeah, no to. Kidding. And they're even re uh, they're starting Animaniacs again. They're doing a reboot of it. Yeah. And they're all coming back. So. But the thing that made me, what I how I found that out is I'm not entirely positive if he recorded before or after. I think it's after he recorded uh, for Batman and or Harley Quinn and Batman movie mm-hmm. where. He plays these twins, uh, twin thugs, at a karaoke bar, and he's doing a dual duet with himself, singing Don't Pull Your Love. That's awesome. And it sounds so good, and I'm just like, yeah, man, you do, you know, you beat that cancer with singing the shit out of something. Yeah, he's fantastic, and will probably end up on my list. Just saying. Just saying. All right. Uh, My number four is Mr. Frank Welker. Oh, okay. Uh, Megatron. Fred, uh, that's Fred of a uh, Scooby-Doo, the uh, Fred Flintstone. From the original Scooby-Doo and still voicing yeah. mostly Fred. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was also Iceman in Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, may or may not be on my list as well. I figured. <laughs> Don LaFontaine. I know that name. He is... In a world. Oh, guy. he's the trailer guy. He's he's in a world. Yeah. From these were some of my fun facts I had a little bit about him that kind of changed the industry as well for movie trailers mm-hmm. and providing writing of like, oh, maybe I should put down a in Miami Beach or yeah, yeah. just some of these deep... One man. <laughs> and one gun. He didn't just do uh movie trailers, he also did intros to tv shows mm-hmm. which the thing i picked for mine is the xena warrior princess <laughs> hey shut up i love that show you would <laughs> you know just it, when you hear you know like in a time of warlords and dun, 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 dun. i haven't watched xena since it was on tv so i don't remember that oh and that makes it worth watching you, once Watch the trailer, all right? At least, I mean, uh, the intro. Sorry, yeah. not trailer. <laughs> well, intro. I mean, you could see a lot of these cool trailers from the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much making every John Woo film, like, yeah. more awesome. But, yeah, just that Xena deal going, like, uh, the power. And then you hear Lucy Laws do her, la, 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 <laughs> But, you know, yeah, it's, it's just really fun, you know, hearing his voice. Fair enough. Uh, my number three is Mr. Billy West. He is Fry on Futurama. He was also Stimpy of Ren and Stimpy and Doug Funny. 
from Doug. May I which point? Which is one of my favorite shows ever. Oh, you probably been watching it on Disney Plus. I did. But they don't have the Nickelodeon. They only have the ABC version, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. I haven't I haven't gone on there and watched it yet, but I was curious if they had that. So Yeah, that was one of the things that threw me. I started watching it and I saw like Pat the way you can tell is Patty's new haircut. Is it's not the weird wavy <laughs> hair, it's the short one. And I was watching it going, This isn't original early days Doug, because Patty doesn't have the crazy hair. But it's still good. And they have Doug's first movie, which is awesome. What I like about Billy is uh do you ever you've been to twisted tunes right yeah so twisted tunes is a panel at a lot of these cons where a bunch of voice actors get together and they do table reads or reading us off a script of famous movies Mm -hmm. and i always love billy's take on stuff because he kind of ad-libs more yeah i feel like when he gets more in characters like i i just love his soprano impression (laughs) i'll bet (laughs) Yeah, I wish there were some voice actors this year at Emerald City. Yeah, I, yeah, this is for twenty twenty Emerald City Comic Con, and yeah, yeah not too. They've had some good ones. I mean, they they had Billy there. They had you know the cast of Animaniacs a couple years back. Yep. Yeah, nobody this year. It's kind of lame. Lame. You're number two. My. Oh, we didn't do number you're three. Number, you're number three. Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, you you're watch number, it. You're number three. You better watch it. <laughs> Uh, Jim Cummings. Of course. I Not on my list, but it's by like a hair. I really... I wanted to put him a, just a tea bit higher, but there's others that I think are better. But True. I, it makes me happy to see how much he's progressed of doing all these movies now. And mm-hmm. uh, my favorite of his is Winnie the Pooh. Of course. Which... <laughs> Uh, a lot of the impressions is watching him doing it, and that's mm-hmm. how I kind of copied it. Yeah, or tried to. I don't know if it's any good, but um, so yeah, Winnie the Pooh, uh, King Louis slash King Larry, which <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, uh, from the Jungle Book movies, after the Jungle Book movie ended, there came Tailspin. Yeah, which he did king louis or just louis or whatever of in the show disney was sued by the family of louis prima uh the original uh voice for king louis yeah so it pretty much ended up where anytime they show that monkey in if they ever use any kind of impression of that voice he would have to be called king larry instead as a cousin (laughs) so stupid yeah, I mean, in an interview for the Christopher Robin movie, he even said it. You know, as he's singing that song, going like, "I'm just a swingers move. I could get sued, <laughs> a lot of money." <laughs> That's and, too bad. Yeah, but I enjoy that he uses his voice to use uh, Winnie the Pooh or Tigger to call sick children. Mm-hmm. You know and. Uh, his favorite roles, as I found, is Darkwing Duck and Don Carnage from Tailspin as well. Mm-hmm. That's cool. A- and also taking over for uh, singing credits for the higher notes like Jeremy Irons for Lion King. Oh. He sings uh, the last half of it. Really? 
Yeah. I did not know that. Go back and listen. I might have to. Because <laughs> it is Jeremy Irons in the beginning, but once mm-hmm. he goes, you won't get a sniff without me, you can clearly hear Jim Cummings covering for him. At least he turns into Winnie the Pooh briefly. It's really strange, but it works so well. Be prepared <laughs> for the cool of the waking. <laughs> I but, see that movie. And also uh, in the dark of the night, covering for Christopher Lloyd as hmm. uh, character, which he, he didn't cover half of it or anything like that. Yeah. But it, it's fun to hear how much he can be close to some of these people. Yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, my number two, Rob Paulson. Has to. I mean, I, I love Animaniacs so much. It's just part of my blood. I've got a whole section in my vast empire of toys dedicated to Animaniacs. And my favorite character has always been Yakko. He's just, yeah, it's just amazing. Looks a little unhealthy in this corner of the Animaniacs room. No, it's not. It's actually, it's pretty cool. I I've gotten the entire sets of both runs from McDonald's toys. Oh, I didn't send you this commercial. I see some toys that I just saw recently up for a commercial. Like, oh, here get the springy toys of McDonald's mm-hmm. and McDonald's is great. Yeah. It used to be anyway, especially in the nineties. Uh, did you ever watch? Oh, I don't know. I'm just thinking of some later stuff of uh. Paulson's uh were you a fan of uh, Pinky and the Brain more or or Animaniacs? Animaniacs, definitely. I mean I liked the the Pinky and the Brain skits that would be in Animaniacs, mm. but seeing it as an entire episode, it was like, okay, this is I mean, it's still good and awesome and great and whatever, but seeing just a, a seven, eight minute skit of it instead of an entire twenty something minute episode. My favorite line from the Pinky character was, uh, are you pondering what I'm pondering? He goes, I think so, Brian. But why would anyone pierce Brosman? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I always remember that one. That was the only one I could remember of that. And now I do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is Frank Welker. There you go. I put him down as number two. Uh, not just because my favorite character of his is Fred Jones, uh, mm. but also for the many, many, many freaking animals he does yeah. and creatures. And <laughs> it's just, you know, if there's if there's Mel Blanc with the Man of a Thousand Voices, there's this man for a thousand uh, animals or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he, again, we're just kind of skimming the surface of some of these characters. And actors and what they've done, but I, I mean, if there's one that you've heard where you go, oh yeah, I like that voice. Look them up on IMDb, and it, just see how vast their catalogs are of things that they've been in. I mean, we could go yeah for almost yeah. a day just talking, and probably a lot of stuff he's probably not credit for for just a five second animal monkey voice in mm-hmm. the background of some live action movie, which right. he's done. Yeah. And just, yeah, all the robot, a lot of robot voices from Transformers, which uh, I, I I like just Harnell's voice acting for yeah. robots more, but Frank Welker as iconic characters like Megatron, yeah. you know, he just kind of just knows what to do when it comes to all this. And I'm glad he's been going to cons the last couple of years. I mean, for a while, I haven't heard a single thing of him going anywhere or mm-hmm making appearances but 
Yeah, but Fred, I always liked more just because sure. of the Scooby Doo fan in me. So. Fair enough. Well, I think it's safe to assume what our number ones are. If this hadn't been your number one, I would have probably thrown up the table and said I quit. Um, <laughs> we'll never be friends ever again. <laughs> it's over. Uh, We're on a break. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, my number one, I assume it's yours as well. The legend himself. Mel Blanc. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, for those that don't know, he was the voice of most of the Looney Tunes. And I'm talking the original 30s, 40s Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh, vid- originally, he did radio work before. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of voice actors from that time started out in radio. Yeah. And if you want to... I mean, we're only going to skim a little bit of his surface, but mm-hmm. you should go on YouTube. There is... A documentary on there called the man of a thousand voices mm-hmm. and it's worth the watch it's like an hour long so yeah it's pretty good but he did bugs he did daffy he i mean he did so many and for me what clinches it and they think they they mention it in uh i know that voice is the rabbit season duck season yes that it's the craziest thing ever um do you want to tell or do you want me to uh so basically, the episode from Looney Tunes we're talking about is the Chuck Jones one mm-hmm. called uh, Rabbit Se- Wabbit Season. Yeah. And there's a skip between the two of them, Bugs Bunny and Daffy, going duck season, rabbit season. But they're impersonating each other, Bugs doing an impersonation of daffy and daffy doing an impersonation of bugs yeah i mean it's described on both of those documentaries we talked about mm-hmm. well i mean it's so incredible because the easy thing to do would be to do daffy's voice coming out of bugs's mouth and vice versa but instead it's bugs bunny doing an impersonation of daffy duck and daffy doing an impersonation of bugs so they sound like themselves impersonating each other and it's coming from the same guy yeah that I mean, I mean, that's incredible. I can't think of any other voice actors that's ever done something like that. Yeah, I don't know how many that could. I mean, it's insane what he was able to do. Yeah, amazing work from him. And yeah, so I mentioned about that radio, uh, radio before animation. That was in 1927 mm-hmm. at 19 years old, if you didn't know that. And... He's the first one to push to receive on-screen credit for voice acting. It was either mm. give me a raise or put my name out there. Yeah. And it's because of that that kind of changed it for voice actors mm. basically from that point. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. So what was your favorite character? Bugs. Bugs. I mean, I, I as a kid, I loved Daffy. He was always my favorite. But as I've gotten older... And more sarcastic. Uh, just the way that Bugs is able to screw with people mm. speaks to me in a deep way that I don't think is healthy. <laughs> uh, I I have the opposite. Daffy. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I got older, I'm, my wife even points out some things going like, you're more Daffy than, <laughs> you know... And I'm like, well, maybe. <laughs> I I feel like my jokes have gotten more subtle. And so I feel like I lean more towards the Bugs Bunny side. 
where I'll just say some quip that half the people don't even catch entirely, and I'll just sit back and wait for them to respond, or Daffy is more in your face. One, what I love is that he created a lot of these characters from his voice, basically. Yeah. You know, and that's pretty much what a lot of people kind of just did themselves. You know, there's, I mean, like, I know now and day now, I mean, more recently, the last couple uh for a while now it's more of famous actors doing voiceover roles and sure. they're acting yeah you know that's that's what's important but it takes something extra special not only to make a voice but also create a character through the voice that yeah. people will remember for ever basically and mm-hmm. people will try to replace him uh after he passed away I, I didn't write down the year he passed away, though, but... Yeah, I don't remember. But he was a smoker, too, and he mm-hmm. had the lungs of a of an opera singer, apparently, yeah. is or the vocal cords, yeah. you know? So it's just kind of amazing that this man was able to do all that, and... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just incredible, and too, too bad that we lost him so soon, so young, and for such a stupid reason. He got... I'm trying to remember. He had surgery on his hip or something, and everything was fine, but then he fell while he was in the hospital and got an infection, and that's what killed him. I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. No, I mean, it's it's just kind of great what he did for the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, what he started, basically. Yeah, versus... and I mean, this, the cartoons that he was in, you know, 60 70 years ago are still incredible today very i have my gold collection dvd sets over yonder and i mean it's like my prized possessions like they're some of the best cartoons in history i'm waiting to buy them either all on digital or hopefully they're on hbo max or something That'd be nice. <laughs> but yeah i mean i i've shown my kid a couple of those and he's not ready for sure but anyway is that it? That's all your th- that, things? That's all my list, but I kind of wrote... Uh, oh, so if you want to also learn more or watch again, watch I Know That Voice. It's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Talking Tunes with Rob Paulson's podcast, The Man of a Thousand Voices. It's on YouTube. And also I recommend going on YouTube to the Twisted Tunes channel and watch... Pretty much a majority of them, but I recommend the 2011 Emerald City Comic Con. I was at that one, and that's still the best one of I've ever heard for Star Wars. Nice. Yeah, and from that, uh, we go to Funko Pops. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, since these are just people, yeah. and there's probably not a good Funko Pop of them, uh, I put Funko Pop signed. Mm. Uh, what? Which one would you want signed? And and of what? I actually thought of an actual pop that I'd want to do. Because um, they just did one of Jim Henson last year. That's right. They uh, did. Where, where he's holding a little Kermit and then an alternate where he's holding a little Ernie. And I thought a Mel Blanc with him holding a little Bugs Bunny would be fantastic. I did not think of that. Yeah. But I, at this point, uh, I want my Yakko signed by Rob Paulson. Okay. Which might happen one of these days, <laughs> if he ever comes back to Emerald City. 
I put Jim Cummings down for a Darkwing Duck. I would love that mm. to be signed. I don't have it, but sure. I would if I had the chance. I would do that. I was gonna say if he ever comes back to he was in Emerald City that same year. Well, I mean, he was. Next time, baby. Next time. So, uh, before we pick our topic for the next episode, mm-hmm. please, uh, if you like what you hear. Uh, like and subscribe us on wherever you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much helps us rise up and get more listeners. Yep. With more listeners, we get more activity on our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram and all whatnot. The things. Yep, all the things. Uh, give us a, a glowing five star review, or be honest and tell us how much we suck on the uh, <laughs> oh, or, iTunes. Or, I'd or have an if app. you <laughs> like our impressions, or good or bad, yeah, and in between. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, any everything helps. Um, if there's something you want us to do, if there's a topic, all of ours are picked randomly out of a bucket. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, but, like, we did Karate Kid a couple episodes back. That was a listener suggestion. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. So if there's something you want us to do and don't want to leave it to the whims of the bucket, let yeah. us know. And go to the description to find the links of how to contact us. Yeah. So got that all in there? Indeed. Ready so, for my next yeah, pick? Pick out, of your, so excited pick out of your bucket. My next pick is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Can't wait to make you watch several episodes. Oh, God. What is it? Frasier. Oh. Uh, so I will get smarter? <laughs> I don't know if there's much hope of that, but we will be talking. <laughs> I've never seen it, so this will be, be fun. I it's think. a great show. It is so fun. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> we will find out next time. So, I'm Ben Andrew. And I'm Ben Justin. And we'll see you around in a nerd's world. Bye. Bye.